0: A report into the actions or inactions of Crown prosecutors that led to the 1985 wrongful conviction of Alan Hall has been referred to police by the Solicitor-General. The Supreme Court overturned the conviction in June after Hall spent nearly two decades in jail for the murder of Arthur Easton. The report by Nicolette Levy-KC has not been released but has been seen by the whole family. In a statement, they say it's gruelling to see some of the details regarding what is alleged to have occurred. But they're comforted that the truth is finally starting to emerge. With us now, University of Auckland Law Professor Mark Hennehan. Uh, kia ora, Mark. Thank you for being with us today. Just remind us, what was it that Nicola Levy-KC was tasked with looking into?
1: I think what she was looking into, uh, Susie, was is a lovely statement that sort of sums it all up in the Supreme Court judgment. They said that this case seriously departed from the accepted standards, and it was either a matter of extreme incompetence, which the Crown said it could have been, or of a deliberate and wrongful strategy to secure conviction, which in other words is a is a stitch up. So I think they're looking at why did, for example, crucial evidence not be released to the defence? Uh, why did they question him for 23 hours with not having a lawyer present and that being admitted? And, and the Supreme Court went on to say that, that, that the case shows absolutely significant, significant part of the criminal justice process have failed miserably. So there's a lot of issues involved in there um, in terms of how the evidence was handed over when it should be, been, and, and, and it would have changed the whole case. And once the court saw all that, the Supreme Court they said, we just have to acquit this man. There just wasn't any evidence. Once you take away these kind of breaches of normal practice away, then there's no evidence to convict this man.
0: A very short statement that has been released about this. What does that in itself say to you?
1: Well, I think an interesting line in it, Susie, is that it says that um, that they're going to get the police to further investigate to see if there's any offence that may have been committed. I mean, obviously, if people are deliberately um, uh, holding back evidence or deliberately kind of, because there was a statement by one of the witnesses who made it straight away saying he'd seen a person of a certain description, that didn't bear any resemblance to to Mr Hall at, at all. And that was kind of, Faced out of the written statement that went into court and it, the person wasn't there in court, so their statement was in, with a, a crucial thing being left out. Now, was that done deliberately? That's, that's quite, quite a, a serious matter if someone does that in a court process.
0: Uh, is it also effectively another step down the road that could lead to convictions?
1: Convictions for, for, for the people who were involved in the case? It, it yeah. possibly could, yes, absolutely. I mean, obviously, um, that's why I think they're holding it back. Um, the statement says they want the police to look into this into this further, and because if if there's deliberate behaviour to hold back evidence which leads to someone being 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 convicted, then that's a that's a pretty serious matter. The whole criminal justice system depends uh, on police and prosecutors to 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 be open and disclose those things, so defence can run a, a proper defence for their defendant.
0: Are there issues of trust here as well though, because now we have the police investigating potentially themselves?
1: Yeah, I can understand that totally. I, I think the thing here, though, is important that uh, obviously Nicole Levy has, uh, Nic- Nicolette Levy, K- KC has written a very thorough report, so they can't just sort of phase over that. I mean, they're going to have to come up with some pretty strong arguments to show why they did the things they did, because her report was to find out why why this case ended up in court the way it did. And she's obviously found a whole lot of things, and obviously the family have seen those, which must be very uh, upsetting for them, uh, that have been done wrongly. So there's got to be an explanation for those, and the police can't sort of just gloss over those. Um, they have to be able to um, to explain and, and, and investigate them further. It's not a matter of explaining, it's a matter of investigating them further to see uh, whether or not there was deliberate intent and those sort of things, and that'll be a matter of decision, both by the Solicitor General and also the Crown, as to whether they'll go ahead with prosecution. So I think it's very important that at some stage that the whole report comes out so we can so we can see it and then weigh, weigh up uh, the, the, any further evidence is found. It's already been mm. thorough and so I'm not sure what else can be found, but I think it's a very serious matter, and it is a really serious indictment on our criminal justice system. Because you know we we watch programs on Netflix, Susie, and think, oh, thank God we're not in America. Well, <laughs> we're in Australia, and and things like this can happen. And and the sad thing here is is that that he was a vulnerable, very vulnerable defendant. We've had the Tainapora case, from another vulnerable defendant. Um, we had Arthur on Thomas many years ago, where evidence was planted. So so you know no system is perfect. It's made up of human beings. They can sometimes what they call confirm their bias they have a view about a particular person and just run that and don't look at any other evidence and, and try and <laughs> dispose of evidence that doesn't seem to fit their view of the case that, that's not mm. the way cases is investigated here
0: um, Speaking of investigations though this is not the only one that is taking a look at what went on here
1: No, no, I think the uh, police complaints are also uh, authorities looking at it that's also there's an independence there because there is a judge who, who oversees that process so So like a lot of these big issues, I think we we sometimes do a lot of reviews, but hopefully they'll come up with much the same uh, evidence to to show as to what actually happened here. I think that'll be hopefully reassuring for the family. It sounds like from what you said, the family um, obviously horrified by what's happened, but it's kind of the saying that the truth is starting to come out, which is helpful for them.
0: Yeah. uh, And of course, this is the thing, isn't it? That, uh, you know, the family at the centre of all of this. Um, What is the situation that this report today may have on any compensation payment.
1: Well, I think if, 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 if the conduct is clearly, deliberately wrongful, it'll, it'll up the compensation. It must up, up the compensation. I mean, this poor, innocent person has suffered because the system itself um, has, as the court said, have, have let him down badly. So the system must pay more compensation. And if it's deliberately done, that makes it even worse. It's like in any, any situation, you know, if, a, if you commit a criminal offence deliberately, then it's worse than if you do it um, negligently or recklessly. So if it's done deliberately, it's not just, um, as the Crown said, extreme incompetence. It's a deliberate act to uh, convict someone. I think that ups a